Pierce, uh, Dr. Pam, she's going to be in shortly. We're having a little technical difficulties today. And today, um, let's first, let's just take a breath. Ooh. It's been a long week. It's been a trying week. Um, a lot has been going on. Uh, today's topic, we're going to talk about just enough's enough. Um, we want to live in peace. Um, we have a special guest that's going to come on a little later. I'm going to um, introduce him later. Uh, therapist Jared Washington. He's going to come in. We're going to talk um, a real talk. Um, how do we protect Black lives in America? Um, we we know what's going on. Um, I'm I'm sure many of us are glued to the TVs. They're glued to your um, social media. We saw the um, the killing of uh, Mr. Uh, George Floyd on Monday, and it outraged us all. Um, the world is outraged. Um, literally, I'm, as I'm talking now, um, there are protests all over the country going on. There's rioting. There's looting. There's um, some. Some would even say anarchy. But um, there's frustration. And so today, that's what we want to talk about. We want to bring solutions. We want to bring um, intelligent conversation um, to this world that we can help to bring some healing. Um, there's a lot of hurt. A lot of people are hurting one another. Um, a lot of us are mad. I'm mad. I, you know, I, I was telling my wife, I am so glad this show is um, on Sunday and it wasn't on Tuesday and it wasn't on Wednesday um, because my my vocal tone, my attitude would not have been what it is now. I'm still angry, but um, I had to decompress and get ready for, for this show and to share with the world, with our audience, um, the pain and try to make sense out of this. Sometimes things don't make sense, but let's try to make some sense out of this. Let's try to work towards healing and reconciliation. Um, seeing some bad stuff, y'all. It's not good. Um, it's sad. And so um, that's what we're talking about today. I didn't mean to start off a little heavy, but I'm heavy, y'all. I'm, I'm going to keep it real today. Um, we're going to keep it under control, but we're going to keep it real. And so we'll be back here on the live exchange on the Sensation Station Network. Make sure you tune in, share it, um, tell your friend. This is what we're talking about, saving the lives of black America. Uh, we'll be right back. Dr. Pam, she'll be in shortly. We're having a little technical difficulty. She's trying to get in. Um, but today we are talking about um, saving the lives of black America, um, black men, black women, black children. We know what's going on today um, throughout the world now. It's not even just in the United States. I live in Atlanta. Um, protests Friday night, Saturday night, um, and they're gearing up today all over the country. And um, a lot's going on in the midst of a corona pandemic. Um, we're dealing with all this. And so today, today, we wanted to bring in a special brother to come in to help us out to talk about um, how do we protect the lives of our men and women? Um, how do we deal with all that's going on um, with the pandemic? We've been locked in our homes since March, um, you know, the stay-at-home order. And now just when it's starting to open it up and people are able to start to get back in the streets um, to try to you know, make their lives normal again. Then we, um, on Monday, we look at a video and see um, a, a black man laying on the ground with a knee in his neck. And that just took us over. 
And so today we have with us a therapist by the name of a brother, Jared Washington, um, a good brother. And um, brother Jared, first of all, thank you for coming in and joining us on today um, to talk about this. But before we even get into this topic, I want to ask you, how are you, my brother? We've been going through a lot. You've been home. I don't want to talk right off the top about what's going on. I care about you. How are you doing through all this first? Um, <clears throat> I'm doing better. I'm doing better. Um, you know, of course, when you uh, initially see uh, pictures or videos of the things that we've been seeing, it's, uh, it's, it's hard. It's hard. It's, it's discouraging. It could be uh, bring off feelings of hopelessness, um, and helplessness and things of that nature. I know for me personally, I try, I try not to really look at the videos um, because I believe that they're uh, traumatizing within themselves. And if you're, if you really look at the history of this country, um, African Americans are, uh, you know, constantly re-traumatized when we re-watch these videos, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, for me, I try not to watch those videos again, but. You know, I'm doing. I'm doing better. Um, I'm just, you know, just trying to stay blessed, trying to stay safe, and just, you know, love my loved ones while they're here. Awesome. Uh, glad to hear that you're doing well. Um, and I ask that um, really intentionally because I know you as a therapist, you always get the call to help everyone else. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know how many times someone calls you to just say, "Hey, bro, how are you doing?" And yeah. so I, I wanted to offer that. Doctor Param is here. Hello, hello. Uh, yes, yes. Thank you, thank you. Had How are you? Difficulties. I'm good. I'm um, kind of. I, I don't even know if I can say I'm better, um, but I'm 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 good. I'm getting through. I'm trying to self manage. You know, you know what I take in, and um, uh, you know. So it's you know it, it's a day to day thing. Yeah. Um, you know. I'm, I don't know what else to make of it at the time, but um, yeah. How are yeah. you? Um, same. Um, it's a roller coaster. It's an emotional roller coaster. Um, one day I'm furious and I'm ready to, um, you know, do some things that's not right. Mm-hmm. Next, next moment, and this isn't probably day by day, it's moment by moment. Moment by moment, yeah. Um, as I see, you know, um, videos and you, you, you try to stay abreast, but as, um, Brother Washington said, you just got to turn it off because it, yeah. it's consuming. Um, we're the point where I just had to take a ride to Lake Lanier just to breathe, mm-hmm. um, just clear my mind and just get the calm of the water um, because the things I saw just are breaking my heart. Um, you know, it's, it's, even, it's so far beyond the incident with um, Brother Floyd. Um, that was just the tipping point, I think. Um, yeah. It was just upset with Brother Aubrey here in Brunswick, Georgia. I was just upset. You know, we can go on and on. And Brianna Taylor. And, Brianna Taylor, yeah. yeah. We can go on and on for days, um, not even including the stress of the coronavirus mm-hmm. and the toll that has taken on our community. Um, I'm originally from New York. We all know that. Um, who has been decimated by the coronavirus. I lost a lot of friends. Mm. Um, you know, I didn't post because that's my friends and it's an intimate moment. Yeah. And I had to grieve. And so, but I'm, 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 I'm okay. I guess. I, I don't know. Yeah. It's a hard, it's a hard, you it's know, hard. answer. Yeah. 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 
Because even but with right now, I, so let me say right now, I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, we're going to have to take a break. And so when we come back, that's where we're, we're going to kick off the conversation um, and just talk, um, just love on one another and just try to help someone uh, make some sense out of this. So this is the Live Exchange Radio Show with Robert Pierce and Dr. Pam. We'll be back after this break. We're on the Cessation Station Network. Exchange. I'm Dr. Pamela. And I'm Robert Pierce. And uh, today we are joined by Jared Washington to just help us unpack this um, um, pandemic slash um, revolution yeah. um, that's happening right now, because this is unlike any other, um, you know, uh, movement that I've seen. And so um, and so Jared is a therapist and, and he's going to tell us a little bit about what he does. And I know that there is um, a, a movement to really help um, black men uh, with regards to therapy. So I'd love to hear about that, too. Uh, but welcome, Jared. Yes, thank you. Thank you. I just want to first say thank you for having me on the show. Um, Absolutely. Definitely an honor to be here. Um, but just a little bit about me again. You know, my name is Jared Washington. I'm a licensed professional counselor. Um, I work in a private practice, and I also am the founder of uh, my own business called Hope, which stands for Healing, Outreach, Purpose, and Empowerment. Mm. Um, so that's just a little bit about me. I love it. I love it. Um, I think one of the reasons why um, we focused in on you, if, if I if I recall correctly, um, was that there was uh, some kind of initiative or some kind of interest in really um, getting black men to therapy or serving black men in some way. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. Yes. I'm um, so I'm a part of a group called the Counseling Brothers of Atlanta. Um, mm-hmm. And if you're familiar with the mental health field, um, it's it's uh, dominated by pretty much white females, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, there's not a lot of black um, male therapists out there, if, if mm-hmm. I was just to be honest and transparent about it. You know, um, they always say we're like the unicorn of the field. If you can find a black male therapist, you found a unicorn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we wanted to really kind of like break that stigma or break that, um, or, you know, just break that idea or that philosophy and show that, you know, here in Atlanta, there are black male therapists that you you know, we collaborate, we, you know, we talk, we have, um, you know, we have meetings. Um, we're working on a lot of different things. I'm not going to go too deep into it, but we're working okay. on a lot of different things just, you know, so that, the, um, you know, so that people know that we're here and people have a way to access us. We, you know, it's about 40 plus of us in this group. Oh, that's um, great. Most of, um, most of us have our own private practice or working under a private practice or just working, in, you know, just providing counseling in some capacity um, mm-hmm. or therapy in some capacity so um that's just about us and you know we have a lot of things um coming up that's great that's great awesome. thank you um brother um brother washington um let me let's let's get into it um this week has been tremendously draining on on us all as a therapist what type of have, i'm sure you've been getting calls and um people have been reaching out what are you hearing about, um, you know, how people are dealing with this trauma that we're witnessing? Um, not, not just, again, not just um, this, this issue we've seen with the riots and the protests um, for George Floyd, but also um, compacting that on top of the pandemic that we've been going through. Um, what have you been seeing as a therapist? Let's, let's talk. Um, so a lot of my contact in regards to what's been going on in, in terms of just the climate in the country right now, 
um, a, a lot of people are really just trying to make sense of it, right? Because it 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 really it really doesn't make sense mm-hmm. how how a black body is continuously brutalized in this country, and 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 so when people are contacting me about it, they're 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 upset, they're they're sad, they're angry, they have. They're having like a flood of emotions just just coming just coming upon them, and and the bulk of what I'm seeing is people just trying to find answers, trying to figure this thing out. Hmm. What do we do next? Right. That's the biggest. That's the biggest piece that that I'm coming across is people asking, well, what do we do next? Yeah. And that's a good. And that's a good question. You know. You know. What is it? What do we do next? You know. Yeah. You know. We. I'm sorry. Did I cut you off, Doctor Pam? No, I've just said yeah. I'm just singing, you know, amening behind you. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's that's the that's the biggest piece, you know, because you know, there's been multiple different methods um tried and after things like this happen or situations or experiences like this happen, um there you know, there's been different methods that 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 that, that occurred, but where it's this feels like we're not making any progress. Yeah. And that's where I think people are struggling at. Why is it that we can have a, a black body literally murdered on camera and it takes, what, a, a week for charges to be, right. to, be, to, be um, to, to be brought upon? Or then even with the case with Ahmed Aubrey, was yeah. like a month, two, two months. months. And, yeah. and they still haven't brought charges um, Brianna Taylor yet nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they broke into the house, shot it up, mm-hmm. wrong house, no charges. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's, it's sad. Well, uh, when we come back, we, we're, we're going to talk some more. But I want to ask you, um, uh, Brother Washington. Okay, we, we identify we're mad, but what do we do with the mad? Because right now, mad ain't working for me, and so I need to know what do I do with this mad so that I don't infect my body yeah and, and start getting sick so we'll be right. back here we're here in the live exchange with robert pierce and dr pam on the sensation station network stay with us we'll be right back all right so um today's science is looking at uh, a phenomenal a phenomenon um, called race-based traumatic stress trauma and um you know it, it it's funny because people ask you know why does everything have to be about race you know why are you stuck on this? Why do you, you know, and, and, and just really questioning the um, impact that that everyday racial incidents can have on, on yeah. us. Um, and, and, they are, and it's real. Um, and so this this research really looks at that impact and, you know, and, and it's given a name, race-based traumatic stress trauma. And it, it you know, and this is looking at the research of Comas and Diaz um, and from 2016. And it's saying that it differs from post-traumatic stress disorder in that victims are exposed to constant racial microaggressions. Um, while the content of the traumatic experiences may differ, the trauma responses are similar. What's interesting is that when we look at microaggressions and then we look at major acts of of racism that happens so major acts of racism police brutality um what happened um you know just this week um all of the things that we're seeing all of these things that are right in our face um are traumatic yeah but what 
even what has an equal impact that a lot of people don't think about is the collection of microaggressions that we experience every day. We're at work and somebody around the table says something like, well, you know, that's what those thugs do. Yeah. Who are you talking about? You know, and so now, so so the collective of all of those microaggressions, um, we can debate about whether or not um, what uh, Cooper experienced in in Central Park with the woman who says, I'm calling the police, a black man is, is, is threatening me. Was it a microaggression or was that an all out, you know, just a straight racial issue that just happened in front of you? Uh, and, and people receive these kinds of incidents in different ways. But when it's a collective, when you have a, a, a combination, it can have the same impact as one major um, racial transgression that's happened against us. That's major because many of us face these things all the time. And then, and it, and it also leads to what's called to um, racial battle fatigue. And yeah. oh my, what you described earlier, Robert is, is I think a, a prime example of racial battle fatigue. We're yeah. tired. tired. And so that, and that's all I'll say about that. Cause I want I want you all to jump in, but that's racial trauma, racial battle fatigue, microaggressions. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, every day, as as you said, we, we're facing um, some type, especially this week. Let's just go this week. Um, every day, all day, we had to fight with um, what we saw. First, the original offense of um, the police brutality. But then as the, um, the um, sides were taken, um, you know, the, 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 the words, the expressions from, from the president on down. Let me just start talking. I'm stuttering because I was trying to hurt, hold my words. I'm not doing it. From the president um, to our politicians, to some of these police chiefs, to some police officers who have been antagonizing. Um, it's just been bombarded on us. Right. And um, you only could carry so much, man. And so, yeah, I, I get it. I'm tired. I am that. What you said, that's me. I'm the case. If anybody wants to know what that looks like, look at me right now. I'm I I am him and he is I. Yeah. Yeah. And can I just touch on that a little bit? Uh, please. please I was about to me. ask. Yes, help me, <laughs> yeah, please. Please do. <laughs> yeah. so, so one of the thing one of the things that I um really uh research a lot is and uh, and you can say specialize in is intergenerational trauma. And I focus mm-hmm. in, and I and I think about that in the sense of when it comes or in regards to the African American community. Mm-hmm. And a lot of my research is what I'm finding is that trauma is passed down through different generations and families. And when it comes to when it comes to African Americans specifically, can be tracked back to slavery, which is a historical mm-hmm. traumatic event. And if you think right. about how how long and traumatic slavery was, um and then think about how some of those trauma responses are passed down through yeah. the generations and then is maintained and reinforced by your race-based traumatic stress today, right? Yeah. And so when wow. you think about it from that sense, you know, it, it again, it makes you, it, it just leaves you feeling like, wow, you know, what's next? What, what do I right. do? Yeah, I hate the, I, that's one thing I hate to say, what's next? Because it seems like when you say that, the floodgates open up and it's like, mm-hmm. wham. And yeah. so, you know, wow. 
Well, you know, what's interesting is, is one of the things that um, I heard Cuomo say, uh, and, you know, I think Cuomo is, he's, he's doing a good job of just being, you know, straightforward and, and all of that. But everybody, you know, nobody's perfect. So one of the things that I heard him say yesterday was, you know, this thing, this, this police brutality thing's been going on since Rodney King. Mm-hmm. Right. No. <laughs> no. No, sir. No, sir. <laughs> no, sir. And you know, I recently love your passion, the... but no, that's that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I I was uh, recently at the the one of the museums in Montgomery that gives you really a breakdown of how we went smoothly and slickly into from slavery and then just just slid slid right into incarceration, police brutality. I mean. The connection is, yeah. is crazy. I can't think of a better word right now, but the right. connection is crazy and it's intentional. And so, no, this is long before Rodney King. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it yeah. really is a structure that never stopped. And, and what, so what we're seeing is a, an intentional institutional structure that was put into place to, to keep yeah. us in exactly the state of mind that we're in right now. Agreed. Absolutely. When you look at, yeah, when you look at the history of this co- this country, it's definitely intentional. You know, you know, you, we we uh, got out of slavery, we're freed from slavery, and then you had black codes, right? And then you yeah. had Jim Crow laws, and then and then incarceration. Now we got school to prison pipeline and things of that nature, and it's, it's all connected. Like you said, I can't think of a better word either. Yeah, it's all connected, <laughs> but it's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. it's crazy. <laughs> You know, it was amazing. Even me, just my innocent ride to Lake Lanier. I'm going to tell you just how this, as you said, is just everywhere for us. Driving home um, in Flowery Branch, I'm saying names today, they have a road, Jim Crow Road. Mm. And I saw it, I I shuddered. You know, I'm like, my God, it's a road called Jim Crow Road. And so, bam, right in my face. I go away to get away. There was no people up there, but we still got symbols all around. Oh, my goodness. You know, you know, I'm from the West Coast. Roads are down here. Roads are named after, you know what I mean? Come oh, on. Oh, yeah. I, I'm from the West Coast. And driving, coming here and seeing rivers named Noose River in, in South Carolina. <laughs> I'm like, wait, 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 wait. what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. Well, um, we got to take a break. Um, so we're going to talk some more. Um, we would love to hear from our listeners. Um, you out there, you hurting too. So please um, join our Facebook conversation. We're on the Sensation Station Network on Facebook and even on the Live Exchange Network. Um, so please join in, get in the conversation. We want to hear from you. We'll be back from the, we'll be back with more on the Live Exchange. On All right. So this week's balance challenge is is simple. I I just want you to take care of yourself this week. And there's a couple of ways to do that. You know, talk it out to the extent that you need to talk it out. Stop talking about it to the extent that you need to stop talking about it. Um, You know, pull yourself away from it and, and go for a walk or do something. Watch a movie that'll make you laugh. It is okay to laugh right now. It's okay. Do what you need to do to heal. So whatever it is to take care of yourself, be okay with talking to somebody, you know, be okay with stop talking and then just be willing to walk away from it um, from time to time to give yourself a break. Yes, we do want to stay in the know and, and be abreast of what's going on. Um, you just just don't overdo it. So balance challenge this week is simple. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's, it's, you know, yeah. simple, so to speak. But um, 
take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's my challenge for you. I accept that. Welcome back to the Live Exchange. I'm Robert Pierce. And I'm Dr. Pamela. And we're going to continue our conversation. We have with us a special guest, a therapist, her brother, Jared Washington. And we've been having a conversation just about um, how do we take care of ourselves in the midst of all that's going on um, with um, the riots, the, the protests. Are, you know, they are riots. Let's call them what they are. Um, right now, they're riots with protests. But then on top of that, um, with the COVID-19 pandemic that we still are in full scale midst of. And so, um, um, Brother Jared, let me ask you this. Let, let me ask you this. Um, what, 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 what do you tell the person who's at home? Um, they're high risk for COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Um, they're already nervous about, you know, the city's opening back up and now they have to go back to work. You know what I mean? And then this happens. And so now they're sitting at home. They're already a little anxious about being in close proximity with people again. And then we're looking on TV and we're, we're, there's no social distance and that's went out the window. And so yeah. now, <laughs> and so now what do you say to them? They're at home or maybe even, I'm going to go even deeper. A mama's looking, she don't know where her baby is and he may, or she may be down there. Yeah. yeah. At the rides. Yeah. What do we say? Oh man. Question, you know, um, in, in relation to uh, the COVID I would definitely say take all precautions continuously, right? Even more so now. Yeah, even more so now, you know. I mean, even though in Atlanta, you know, they're opening things back up, you know, but I personally feel like it's unsafe still. Um, So I would say, you know, take all your precautions um, and so on and so forth. And as it relates to to the riots and that mom that may not know if, you know, her son or daughter is out there rioting or, you know, doing, doing what, you know, just make that call. Oh, you know, mm-hmm. at, you know, talk to, talk to your, talk to your child. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, you know, honestly, you know, cause my family is originally from New Jersey. Um, I had multiple family members call me and say, Jared, where are you? Because mm-hmm. I'm a, I can uh, be a bit radical. Um, you know, yeah. I, I found a way to merge my pro blackness with mental health. Oh, and, I love it. Um, Mm, and so, good. Uh, you know, they were calling Jared, where are you at? This, you know, they, they know this, this, not the rock protesting is more, you know, my thing and, um, or used to be my thing, I should say. And, um, you know, so I would say, yeah, give, give that family member a call, talk to them, love on them, love on them. I can't express that enough. Love on them. I'm not yeah. saying, does it hurt? Uh, I, I don't, yeah. yeah, 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 you know, you know, because we're hurting, like, you know, Love on them, tell them you care about them, you know, but yeah. definitely make that call, check up on them, see how they're doing, and things of that nature. And even with COVID, you know, because people have been stuck in the house for a while, you know, and um, yeah. you know, I've done a series on how to how to stay uh, mentally stable or mentally okay during COVID. And one of my uh, points on there was staying connected with others, even though you can't physically see them or touch them. Right. So um, this goes this goes to that as well, you know, staying connected with your family members and making sure they're okay, especially the ones that you think that may be out there, because um, mm-hmm. it is unsafe out there right now. But you know, right. the cities are burning. Um, the cities mm-hmm. are burning down right now, literally as we're talking. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So literally, Chicago. You said. Yeah, yeah. I'm literally looking at Chicago. Yeah. Um, London is it's all over. We, yeah. I love it. Germany. I mean, yeah. I'm like, come it's on, world. worldwide. Yeah. Let, I, let, <laughs> um, okay. 
the black man, we don't talk. Help us navigate this. Um, how how give how do some tools that the black man that don't talk? Mm-hmm. How do we open up? Because we're feeling a lot. It's all in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know how do we get it? You see, I'm I'm, I'm struggling to even ask the question yeah. because you know you're not supposed to you know ask these type questions as a brother because you sound soft. But how do you create the space? Mm. For for a dialogue where I could be vulnerable if I want to cry, what I do? Building yeah. that connection, building that connection, building that rapport is uh is definitely, um I believe is important, right? Because it's a it's a it's a it's a stigma or so, right? In our in our community, for black men to show any types of signs of vulnerability or emotion right. or anything or anything of that nature, but um you know. You may feel more comfortable if you're if you're able to relate to another brother, if you're able to connect to another brother or sister, right? Yeah. Um, someone that you feel like you know can understand your pain, understand where you're coming from, understand the things that you're that you're that you're feeling. Um, can someone that can show empathy for the emotions that you're that you're that you're experiencing? I think those are. I think that is extremely important. Um, that connection and that rapport building, so that we can create a, a safe spaces for Black men to um, be able to uh, express their emotions in a, in a healthy way. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you. Uh, we're we're going to take another break. Um, when we come back, I, there's there's a couple things on my mind too. I'm like, mm, uh, but but I'm sure we'll have time. We'll have time. Yeah. So so stay with us. If you've got some things on your mind, definitely um, send us a message. Reach out to us on uh, the social uh, media page, uh, Facebook um, Sensation Station Network page. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be back. Welcome back to the live exchange. Shout out to Pamela. And I'm Robert Pierce. And today we are joined by Jared Washington, and we're we're talking about enough. You know, yeah. let's live in peace. Is that enough. that's too much yeah. to ask? Um, and uh, we're really just kind of looking at um, really a holistic, you know, balcony view of of what's going on. Not just balcony view, because we're in this too. We're in, it, we're yeah. in this. Even there's so many different ways to be in this. And I think one of the questions that I wanted to throw out to both of you is, is the language that there's always such powerful language and language does so much around issues like this. So mm-hmm. um, at one point last um, segment, Robert, you said, um, you know, the riots, no, I mean the protests. Well, they really are riots. And I've been kind of going back and forth with that too. And the reason why is because yes, by definition, they're riots, but I hate calling it that because people give it such a negative connotation and they, yeah. it's like a code for, look at those bad people right. there. <laughs> and, and I am really struggling with the public figures and the media personalities that are wet fingers and, and, and going on and on about these, these people need to stop these people, these people, these people. And, and then, yeah, and now and we know it's, it's, it's not just black people. And we know that it's in, in some places, it's not black people at all, at all. Um, you know, but I am really struggling with all of this. I'm just going to call it self-righteous finger wagging. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else do you expect? <laughs> I, I mean, you put, look, 
you you let's take non-humans you know and we could we can look at like at cells at animals at nature at trees if you endanger any one of those things nature is going to respond in a way that is about protecting itself aggressively aggressively <laughs> Right. Uh, we do yeah. things to the earth and wonder why the earth is on fire every year in certain parts of the country. The earth is protecting itself. So why are we now? Why is it such a surprise when yeah. people respond with aggression? I, I, um, I, I equate it to. to yeah, I equate it. To, I, and I've been giving this example because I get people. Why? You know, why are they doing this? And um, said, imagine if you had a bully for 10 years every day. They bullied you and bullied you, um, did all types of horrible things to you, and you would tell, and no one ever did anything. Mm-hmm. And then one day you decide enough's enough, and you just go off, spaz out, and then <laughs> the world, <laughs> and then the world says, "Shame on you! Yeah. You're, you're overreacting." That's what's oh. happening now. But we won't do that when it's about sexual assault and right. certain. Let me stop. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like we won't do that when it's certain women who are sexually assaulted and they finally want to come out with it and it's okay for them, but it's not okay when we're sick of it, when yeah. we're ready to take a knee even. Yeah. If all we want to do is take a knee. And, and the thing is we're not even, we're asking for justice. We could be looking for revenge. Yeah. I don't think they get that. We're asking <laughs> for justice. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? We're, yeah. And, no and, one that says we're seeking revenge because that's a whole different uh, model. Yeah, what, what's crazy to me is is that we, um, like you said, all we're asking for is justice, and you would think that we're asking for them to send them to the death penalty or something. Right. We just yeah. ask that you, and and we get just them ask off the street so they can stop hurting us. Exactly, get them off the street so they or treat us. The same as you would someone in a different color of skin. Yeah, that's all. Absolutely, and that's all we've ever been asking for through the civil rights is just justice, human rights. Yeah. Um, but it just seems to elude um, the forces that be, and so no matter no matter how we respond, we're wrong. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what gets me is is all of this lecturing. I, you know, it, it, I just it's it is triggering me in in ways yeah. that I, I really didn't know. Um, and I am I out there tearing up stuff? No, no, I'm not. But I also understand that when you have a fractured society, you're going to have a certain natural response that's going to happen. So you've got the people like us. There's so many different ways to respond. Mm-hmm. We're having an intellectual conversation about it. That's one way. The other way, let's march peacefully. Another way, mm-hmm. I'm going to write this history. I'm going to, you know, yeah. another way is I'm going to, all hell's going to break loose and I'm going to go crazy. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's yeah. all there. You can't expect to get one kind of response when society is fractured like this. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. And if they just gave gave us justice, then we wouldn't be here right now. <laughs> right. That's, right. Yeah. This could That's, be over with. with just, exactly. Um, Justice. Exactly. And what's even to take it a step further, I mentioned this before we started, is that if you look at the history of this country or even just how this country operates, it it is based off of 
war, right, and violence. And, um, you know, through the years, there's been different wars. We've gone into countries and, and you know, done things. And But when justice is not, when justice doesn't happen here, oh, then it's like, no, 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 no. We don't do the violence, right? But mm-hmm. <laughs> overseas or somewhere else, or even just, again, how this country, the makeup of this country is it, war, violence. It, yeah. It's documented. Everything yeah. that has so is, it, is it insane for us to seek justice from our oppressor? Um, I, mm, good question. <laughs> as a therapist, you know, is that insanity? As I, I'm being honest, I, I, is I'm that asking for real. <laughs> I mean, Stop if you're expecting you're you're if you're expecting a different outcome from a system that we've already identified. It, that's very intentional on oppressing black and brown people, then yes, it can be insanity, right? We can listen yeah. to insanity, we, you know, <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying not to, uh, you know, go too radical with you guys, but, <laughs> <laughs> but no, but no, seriously. Um, yeah, it can be, it, you can look at it from that perspective or whatever, or, but you, can look at it from another perspective is that, that we're in a, you know, things may look the same or we're, we're in a different time, right? Mm-hmm. And so yeah. we're, we're in a different time, um, you know, uh, views may not have changed drastically, but have changed slightly. And maybe there can be some change based off of um, peaceful protesting. Awesome. Maybe. Yeah, well, we, we're going to have to take a break. We're coming up to the top of the hour. We already finished one hour, believe it or not. That was quick. And so um, it's been a wonderful conversation. We're going to continue. Um, Brother Washington, you going to stay with us for the next hour? You, you, you're going to stay, hang out with us? Because it, it's so much more to talk about. There is. I could, I, could get, I could give you guys about another 30 minutes. Okay, thank you. Okay. So we'll okay. be back on the top of the hour for the live exchange here on the Cessation Station Network. We'll be back. about um, really let us live in peace enough. What does it take? And we are joined by Jared Washington, who's a therapist. And um, we, we're really just dissecting this entire week, <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and there's so much more than this week, but um, everything that's been happening. And um, I mentioned earlier that I wanted to share a tweet. Um, one of the people that I follow, I'm sorry, it's an Instagram post. I follow um, Fearless and Formidable, and she always has some really powerful, um, you know, messages that she compiles together. And um, this is kind of in relation to what I was saying about the, the, how people are chastising this idea of rioting and so forth. Um, it says, never let them convince you that broken glass or property is violence. Hunger is violence. Homelessness is violence. War is violence. Dropping bombs on people is violence. Racism is violence. White supremacy is violence. No health care is violence. Property, I mean, sorry, poverty is violence. Contaminating water sources for profit, which has not been addressed, by the way, is violence. Property can be replaced. Human lives cannot. And then one more thing here, and this is posted by Kim Wilson. Burning down police stations and target stores is not, quote, destroying our neighborhoods. Poverty, wage theft, lack of housing, lack of health care, mass imprisonment and policing, surveillance, poison water and under resources 
are destroying our neighborhoods, our communities. Powerful. Amen. Yeah, that's definitely powerful. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, you brought up Flint. And so shout out to the sheriff in Flint, um, Sheriff Johnny Franklin. I don't know if you saw the video, um, but he joined the protesters, um, made all his sheriffs take off their, their shields, their batons, wow. their helmets, and um, they joined in on the march. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. That's yeah, amazing. shout out to them. They was hugging, and he said, "I'm with y'all." Oh. They got to drink that water too up there, now, you know. So right, <laughs> right. Yeah, and um, and so I just want to shout them out because you know we've seen uh, so many videos of horrible things police officers yeah. have been doing. Um, but I want to give a shout out to um, Sheriff, and I'm saying his name, Johnny Franklin, in That's Flint, amazing. Michigan. Thank you for embracing the struggle. Thank you for having the courage. Um, to forget about that blue line, that blue wall, that blue shield, whatever it is, and say right is right, wrong is wrong, and joining with the that's people horrible. that you are assigned to protect and serve. And so that's what he did. Can you imagine if the police just joined in across the country to say, you know what, this was wrong and we stand against it? Yeah, yeah. And so <laughs> that those things like that is, is giving me hope. So as much frustration as I'm feeling... There's so many acts of kindness I'm seeing, um, so many good Samaritans helping one another out in the midst of these riots. I've seen um, young people protect police officers who was getting jumped. Um, I've seen black men up in New York City really shield a cop because he got separated from the rest of his police officers oh, and the mob was about to go in on him and they built uh, a shield around him so that he would be okay. Um yeah. Those types of things aren't being projected on media that we need more of. And so uh, shout out to all those people, man, who's doing the right thing in the midst of all this chaos. Yeah. And it's times like that. Oh, I'm sorry, Dr. Graham. No, no, go ahead. It's times like that 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 can help with those feelings of hopelessness. When you you can look at the silver lining and say, well, there is some type of hope well we got to take a brief break but when we come back um jared we're going to give you i know you got to go so i want to give you the floor just to share anything you want to share with the um listeners and then want you to um, give your social media how people can get in contact with you and and use your services um they're much needed and so we'll be back on a live exchange radio station with a radio show with dr pam and robert pierce here on the sensation station network we'll be back All right, welcome back to the live exchange. I'm Dr. Pamela. And I'm Robert Pierce. And uh, we are joined by uh, Jared Washington, and uh, we are talking about um, everything that's been going on this week with uh, police aggression, black men and women being killed, and just this being an ongoing, exhausting conversation. Um, go ahead, Robert. I'm gonna. Well, I, I really want to open the floor up to um, Brother Jared as um, he's going to have to leave us and just want to open up for you to share with um, our listeners um, what's on your heart and what would you like to tell them and then end it with your um, how they can get in touch with you if they're in need of your services. Yes, absolutely. Well, I think um, one of the things that's really on my heart is um, I just want to tell everybody to to definitely be safe. Um definitely be mindful um understand that we are targeted as as black people we are targeted um um be aware of that um take care of yourself take care of your family um 
learn, you know, just learn different things. Like, learn, I, I thoroughly believe in like self defense and really being able to protect yourself and your family and things of that nature. You know, mm-hmm. learn some of those different things, you know, so that you can protect yourself, protect your family, protect your friends, protect our community. Because yeah. our community needs it. Our community needs protection. We, um, you know, we need more collectivism um, efforts um, rather than individualistic efforts. Um, that's really that's really on my mind. It's really on my heart. Again, take care of yourself. Um, process. Uh, reflect um, on 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 what's going on right now because it is difficult. It is hard. It is frustrating. But it's okay to be frustrated. It's okay to be angry. That's totally fine. And um, yeah. And Mr. Robert asked me a question, and what do you do with that anger? You asked me that earlier, and I didn't get a chance to answer. But what do you do with that anger? Put it into an organization or, or an agency that's serving the community. Mm-hmm. Serve, the, serve your community. And, that's a, and, and, and build up the youth. Build up the youth. Educate them. And things of that nature. Um, but also, mainly, take care of yourself mentally as well as physically. So, that's good. Yeah. That's good. good. Oh, and to leave leave you guys off just with some uh, some things, uh, you know, how you can get in touch with me. You can uh, get in touch with me on Instagram at j.washington.hope if you just want to see inspirational and positive messages, um, as well as just some things that I'm doing within the community. And if you want to seek services, the uh, mental health services, you can reach me at, or you can reach the, um, the, the practice that I work with at 678-805-1270. For scheduling purposes, give that number again 678 805 1270. And just ask to be scheduled with Jared Washington. I work awesome. out of Decatur, Georgia. All right. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for that. And, um, uh, oh, I had a question. It just escaped my mind. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, here it is. Here it is. Um, our children are watching this, sitting at home. Um, give us some tools to talk to our babies who are sitting at home trying to make sense out of all of this mess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just heard a man yesterday saying, I don't know what to say to my son, so I just lie to him. And I'm ashamed to say that, but I do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, although I don't agree with that, I totally understand that, mm-hmm. you know, because what do you tell your kids, right? I think that we, I think that we should be transparent with our children. Because if we don't tell them what's going on, the streets are going to tell them what's going mm. on, right? Mm-hmm. And when I say the streets, I'm not, I don't mean like the hood or anything. Right, right. Right. Saying, like, no, no, out the, life. The streets, yeah, life is going to tell them what's going on, and they may not give them the messages that they need in order to transcend and be, um, and be uh, proactive or be, yeah, to be proactive in the, within this, within the, within all of this. Um, I think it's important that we tell them the history of this country or tell them the history of our people, but from a much more empowering uh, perspective. Mm-hmm. I don't think that we should just tell them about the negative. Tell them about the things that we accomplished in this yeah. country. Because one thing I can say about Black people is that we're the most resilient people on this earth. Absolutely, uh, we, we've been through we've been through hell and back, and um, you know we're resilient. We still we still succeed. You know? right. so, so definitely talking to our children and just and just educating them on the history of this country and our people, but from an, from an empowering lens. I love it. Well, well um, 
Brother Washington, I want to say thank you so much for joining us here today. Um, I want to say thank you for being the unicorn in the therapist um, industry. Um, please keep fighting the good fight of faith. We support you. We love you. Um, if there's anything we can do to help in this fight, please don't hesitate to reach out. Um, we need brothers like you. Um, I, I want to reach out to you because I, I want to see to link up with some other brothers that I'm linked up with to kind of create some dialogue and help us, help us to um, download healthy. Mm. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm going to reach out to you. That's why I actually repeat the number because we have a group of brothers. I have a lot of group of brothers. Um, we're talking, but, you know, some of it don't end up positive. And, mm. you know, <laughs> I want some tools to how can we, you know, get it out, but let's end up positive and not start um, sending brothers out in the street to get slaughtered. Yeah. And so um, we'll be back. So thank you, brother. Um, I wish you the best. We're here on the yeah, live exchange so radio much. show on the cessation station nation sensation <laughs> <laughs> station network. We'll be back. <laughs> I talked to you all about um, racial battle fatigue, microaggressions, racial trauma, um, really the reality of what a lot of us, are, of us are experiencing. So now I want to give you the opposite end of that, which is hope. Um, but there is actually a theory for hope, and it is um, research by Stewart. And what they basically say is that there, hope really comes with a formula. So uh, President Obama ran on a platform of hope. A lot of people tried to criticize that and say, oh, let's hope. That's, you know, that's something fluffy. It's not tangible. It doesn't, it's not, a, I've heard a lot of hope is not a, a strategy. Well, in fact, hope is a strategy. And let me explain to you why. Because there's a formula for hope. There's two components that make it necessary for somebody to have hope. Number one is a sense of agency. And that means I have something within myself that is capable of doing something about this situation. There's something. So for some people, they're taking advantage of their sense of agency by going out to protest. We are taking sense of our uh, advantage of our sense of agency right now by talking about it. So it's the idea that there's something I can do. So your agency, because of course there's things that we feel that we can't do. The agency looks at what can we do. So you have to have some sense of agency. The second piece to that formula is um, the resources. Um, What's out there, it's really, the word is pathways. What are the Mm -hmm. pathways that exist that can get me from where I am now, get us from where we are now to where we want to be? What's the pathway to that? Does that Mm -hmm. mean that we need to change laws? Does that mean that we need to... Um, you know, fire police officers who who do these kinds of things. Like, what is the what are the pathways? So when we have a sense of both of these, because they both exist, whether we see it or not, the key yeah. is for us to see it. Do we yeah. see our sense of agency? Do we see the pathways? And if the answer to both of those are yes, then we have a sense of hope to move forward. And that is the foundation of any action. If we don't have hope, we're not going to move. So if we can if we can at least have a sense of agency, a sense mm. of the pathways, then that will un- enable us to take that step. If yeah. one of those are missing, we need to figure out, okay, 
I don't see pathways, then we need to work on figuring out what those pathways are. If I feel like there's nothing I can do, I have not no agency, then you need to figure out where your agency is. Yeah. You know where you need to do the work if you're not feeling a sense of hope. That's yeah. how hope works. Amen. Um, the pathway you, that just resonated with me and um, it just brought up a scripture. First um, Peter 4, 8, it says, above all, love each other deeply mm. because love covers a multitude of sins. Yes. Um, I believe love is the pathway. If we mm. can truly love one another, um, if um, the other side can find it in their heart through all this oppression to find right. love in their heart put away all this hatred and find love, we can mm-hmm. move forward. But then on our hand, we have to forgive and love and receive the love. Right. If we can, both sides, find the strength for that, mm-hmm. um, there is hope and we can move forward. Um, you know, people say it sounds corny, but love is it. Yeah. Um, the reason why we, we have this, because there's no there's a lack of love. Um, they right. see no love for us, and right now we have no love for them. Yeah. And so, <laughs> you know, I, um, that's well, about as basic as I can get it. But go ahead. Um, well, no, I mean, it reminds me of a sermon I, I was listening to this morning, and um, the idea, you know, he was addressing how we are, you know, you, it, it, to me, it, it was better than all the finger waggers who were saying all oh, these bad people looting. Um, because I think what he did was challenge us more mentally. And and basically what he said is that we cannot change a situation at the level of the situation. We can't change the situation at the level of the situation. So it made me think, wow. So that, so you're not telling me I'm bad and I'm evil for, for looting or for, you're basically challenging me to, to strategize differently which I, yeah. I appreciated. And the other thing was um, the follow-up to that was you have to match the vibration of the new thing that you want. Hmm. So you can't change a situation at the level of situation. You have to be where you, you have to respond according to where you want to be yeah. in order to get there. Yeah, that's wow. good. Yeah, that's, that's good. That That's what Killer Mike was saying on Friday night in his press conference. I love that, what Killer Mike said. Right yeah, he was he got it, but he was like, we have to strand, strategize, plan. You know what I mean? Um, rise above this. Um, yes, we're angry, and let's do something different than this. Mm-hmm. Um, because at this level, we're only going to get this level back. Right, <laughs> and and I just and I have to. I don't know if this is me pushing back at all, but but I will say that yes. A lot of people will listen to that. A lot of people will say, you're right. We need to rise above. We need to do things differently. We need to strategize mm-hmm. differently. The reality is that there are still going to be people who are who are going to respond with riots. There Absolutely. are still people who are going to tear things up. That's just, like I said, the nature of when you create a fractured society, you're yeah. going to have a fractured responses. It's just, it, that is just what's going to happen. Yeah. And, and let's not, and no, we're seeing all this, but let's not forget there's a underlying um, enemy that we're really not addressing. And that is the, um, the um, insiders who have camouflaged themselves as, as um, protesters. Yep. And they're coming with the agenda to cause havoc, exactly. um, to cause destruction. We've seen videos of, of people just breaking stuff up and they're, and they're concentrated. I seen a video where they was giving out money 
to mm. young young people to go say, hey, I'll give you this amount. Go break that. Go break something. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. brick being laid down on purpose in the street um, mm-hmm. where there's no construction sites. And so... And that- and that's why I say this is we cannot put so much energy on this and spend all of our time chastising right. when the majority of the people that are angry about this are not doing that. Not so doing let's that. stop giving that so yeah. much attention. Stop calling our babies thugs. Yes. We got to yeah. go on a break, but we're going <laughs> to come back. We're going to keep talking about this because I want to talk about that. Our, my, our babies aren't thugs. Those no. are our babies. Right. So we'll be back on the live exchange. Robert here, the doctor. All right, welcome back to the live exchange. I'm Robert Pierce. And I'm Dr. Pamela. And today we're talking, our topic is enough is enough. We're protecting the lives of black Americans. Um, and we've been having a candid conversation um, earlier. We had a guest uh, therapist, Jared Washington, and just talking about how do we deal with the trauma of all that we're experiencing. Um, we are in day six of the protesting since um, of the death of George Floyd. Um, six days of protesting, um, uh, rioting, um, people are getting hurt. Um, I don't even know what day we are in in the COVID-19 um, <laughs> pandemic. It's been a long time. We, there's a lot going on. And um, unfortunately, um, and it's not a surprise, unfortunately, it's not a surprise, but the African-American community has been affected way more um, with the COVID-19 pandemic than um, any of our other um, counterparts. Um, so we're, yeah. the, we're the first to take the hit in there. We're the first to take the hit in healthcare. We're the first to take the hit um, with poverty. We're the first to take the hit with this racism, with police brutality. Yeah. Um, we're the first of all this. And enough's enough. We're tired. I can't yeah, carry no more. Um, yeah. And so that's what we're talking about today. We just want to create a space. So we would love to hear from you, our listeners. If you have something you want to share, um, please join in on the conversation. You can um, join in on the Facebook feed on the Sensation Station Network or on our live exchange radio show um, page on Facebook. We would love to hear from you. And so, Dr. Pam, this is where we are. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. One of the things that you you mentioned during the break that you'd love to delve into is, um, you know, sports and and how the NFL is dealing with this. And I I have a statement here from the NFL. I would love to hear that. Yeah. Um, And and by the way, this was tweeted by Jamel Hill. And her Hmm. comment to this was, you got to be bleeping kidding me. Hmm. So the, just to give you a little little yeah, idea so, of, of yeah, where are we going right, with this? Right, right. So it says, um, and this is by the commissioner Roger Roger Goodell. Um, the NFL family is greatly saddened by the tragic events across our country. The protesters' reaction to these incidents reflect the pain, anger, and frustration that so many of us feel. Our deepest consult- condolences go out to the family of Mr. George Floyd and to those who have lost loved ones, including the families of Ms. Brianna Taylor in Louisville and Mr. Ahmad Arbery, the cousin of Tracy Walker of the Detroit Lions. That I didn't know. As current events drastically underscore, these remains much more, there remains much more to do as a country and as a league. These tragedies inform the NFL's commitment and our ongoing efforts. There remains an urgent need for action. We recognize the power of our platform hmm, and as a part of the fabric of American society, we embrace that responsibility and are committed to continuing the important work to address these systemic issues together. 
with our players, clubs, and partners. I can't even read it with a straight face. Yeah. Um, because I can't say the word that I want to say, shame on you, NFL. Yeah. Shame on you. Um, I didn't hear nothing about Colin Kaepernick. We apologize to you. Right. You were right. Shame on you. You know, they that was just the move. And um, there's been some talk. Um, I, I listen to New York Radio. That's how I stay connected. And New York Radio, um, I'm not going to say names, um, but one of the disc jockeys were very harsh on Jay-Z last night and the NFL. Um, because of Jay Z's position, in, you know, and partnering with the NFL over this very issue, mm-hmm. um, and the statement was, "Jay, where are you? You know, you were spo- you're our spokesperson. Where mm-hmm. are you?" Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, and then how, you know, that whole thing went down, and feeling that he sold um, Colin Kaepernick out. This is not my position. I haven't taken a position on it, um, but mm-hmm. it's this is. The, seri- the seriousness of this one issue is just highlighting so many other issues of yeah. racism, of the systemic racism that's going on. And I, right now I say shame on the NFL, shame on the NBA. I ain't heard from you. I heard from your players. I ain't heard from y'all. In the NBA, we're all black in there. You yeah. Shame on that. <laughs> even the white players are black. <laughs> yeah, even the white players are black. Shame on you. We haven't heard on you from you. Shame yeah. on some of these preachers. We haven't heard from you. Shame on some of these politicians. We haven't heard from you. Shame on some of these celebrities. We haven't heard from you. Shame on you. Shame on the black person that's sitting in their comfortable house because they think they made it. Mm. And yeah. this don't affect them. Shame on you. Mm. Yeah. We dying out here. Right. And then yeah. you got to where you were on the backs of the people who died. Right. And we can't hear from you. Yeah. But, you know, and, and there's so many factions, which blows my mind, even with this, you know, the, you're the last, the last group you mentioned, um, where we're black people who and, and maybe not literally not coming out of their house, but you I know what you mean. You know, yeah. they won't speak on it, they won't stand for it. But we also have the opposite who are who are uh speaking against those of us who are speaking on it. So not only are you not speaking on it, but you're speaking against those of I, us who I'd are trying you to speak make against. it. Because you're not, you're not. Because you're um, showing us who you are. <laughs> yeah, and you're not obligated to agree on this issue. Mm. That's not the obligation. We don't think the same as black people. Mm. I'm not asking you <laughs> to think so like you'd this. Rather hear something than nothing. Rather hear something, but don't ignore it. Like this doesn't affect you. Mm. Because whether you agree or don't, it affects you. Yeah, I, I just it's it's hard for me to hear whatever side you're on. This it's is hard. directly affecting your life. And for for anyone, I, I'm not just talking African-Americans now. Let me be mm-hmm. let me let's go all the way in. Shame yeah. on all these um, Caucasian and anyone, any race who's looking at this and know that this is an injustice and not saying anything. It's Shame on you. You know, it, 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 an image comes to mind when this police officer had his knee on on um, George. Well, I'm sorry, his last name. Um, Floyd, George Floyd. Floyd George Floyd's yeah. neck. He had his hand in his pocket. He's just yeah. leisure with it. He's just cool with it, you know. And and um, mm-hmm. there, there was some psychological, uh, you know, examination of that even. And that's the image I see when I hear you talk about these people who are just. It doesn't affect them. 
their yeah. hand is and, just in and their And especially pocket. the ones who are capitalizing on our culture. Yeah. You make money on our culture. You know, we call them, the, you know, in music and entertainment, mm-hmm. you make money off of us. We we put you in those houses because we dance, we play basketball, we do all this for you to entertain you. But yeah. now that we're crying, you're sitting back and doing nothing. Shame yeah. on you. Yeah. And not using that platform that you that you said is so powerful that you won't even use it to help us. But when this is all over, you're going to expect us to lace up our shoes, put on the tap shoes and dance again. Shut up and dance. Shut up and run. Shut up and play. Yeah. And and, and so, the NFL stood behind all of that. Shut up and dance. Shut up and play. Exactly. Shut up and run. And so we'll be back. We're in the live exchange. This is uncomfortable, but it's necessary. And we're going to have this conversation. We'll be back. I just want to see Welcome back to the Live Exchange. I'm Robert Pierce. I'm Dr. Pamela. And today we're having a conversation on how do we save the lives of black America. All that's going on. The tragedy, the killing of George Floyd on last Monday. The coronavirus that's going on. Unemployment at record rates. We're not. There's a food shortage. I'm watching TV right now and I'm looking at food lines. All this is coming in. African-American people are leading the way in all these negative um, situations. If it's bad, the first call back to work, even the false call back to work. And so we've been talking and having a candid conversation on um, the state of America. Um, It's sad, but we want to bring some hope. Uh, We've been seeing some horrific things out there on the streets on video. Um, I don't know about you all, but it's, it's become too much for me. Um, and got to take a break. But um, I've also seen some amazing acts of um, humanity, just saving one another and helping one another through this and um, sharing with one another. And that's what we want to create today, an opportunity for our listeners to um, have healthy dialogue. But if, if you want to get it off your chest, let's get it off your chest. Yeah. And so please come on in and share in the conversation. Um, on our Facebook page, the Live Exchange Radio Show, or the Sensation Station Network on Facebook Live. We're on, we're live, and we're talking. And so, um, yeah, um, Dr. Pam, um, this is tough. Yeah, yeah, um, it is. Yeah, um, and, you know, just with the Balance Challenge, talking about just stepping away today um, um, after church, I took a ride up to Lake Lanier just to see water mm. um, and just to have a peace, a calm um, because I was on fire again, waking up and seeing some of the images and, um, you know, being on, up most of the night last night, um, with my people in New York, I got family, I got friends in New York and, um, I thought I was in the streets and, mm-hmm. you know, because I was fa- FaceTiming and have friends who are literally on the street trying to get these young kids off the streets so they don't get hurt. Yeah. These are our babies. Um, they're not thugs. They're not animals these are our babies these are our nieces our nephews our brothers our sons our daughters and um i i, I if there was a way i can go out there and just wrap my arms around them and just give give some folks a hug i know you're hurting mm-hmm. and just you know just let people cry yeah. um, and just get it out and just let them know we love you we understand the pain but um you know we can't tear this up y'all right. um you know and come on let's go um, I know the peaceful thing didn't work, um, but we know what this leads to as well, because I said right now yeah. the rubber bullets 
um, the rubber bullets, they're being flown at us. Um, they're going to turn into lead bullets if we're not careful. Right. Absolutely. Um, the cars yeah. ramming into people. Yeah. We've um, seen in New York cars. Yeah. yeah. They literally police cars are ramming into crowds. Um, yeah. You know, um, young lady in New York city also standing there. Police officer just walked up to her, pushed her down. She had concussion, having seizures in the hospital. I got the footage. I can oh, show it to you. Um, she's having yeah. seizures and, you know, and the officer did it in front of his supervisor and they wow. kept walking. Um, wow. I got picked. I got footage in Minneapolis where there's some people sitting on their on their porch, not doing anything. Yeah. And the cops walking by and telling them to go home and they didn't move. So the order was light them up. Go inside. That's the thing. They're on their porch. They're on no, their property. On their property. And the so order was many... light them yeah. up. That was the words. Yeah, light them up. And then paintballs start coming at them. And mm-hmm. come on, man. Yeah, that's not necessary. Tanks going down their street. I mean, it was it's 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 pretty insane out there. Um, you know, you mentioned earlier that there's two things you said. Well, one thing that you said, you know, we know that the peace thing hasn't worked or isn't working, and you know, and it, and it all. The, my thought is that the collective of everything works. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's only the peace, and right. and and you know, and I don't think it's only the violence. I I I don't condone. I don't love violence. Who does? But I think that the message is is delivered in so many different ways. So yeah. even they, you know, people have been citing Martin Luther King a lot lately. It was about him and it's about mm-hmm. his peace. And but he wasn't the only activist out there. Right. We forget about we're not mentioning the collective of him, yeah, of Marcus Stokely Garvey Car- years yeah. before him. Stokely Carmichael's um, the Black Panther Party, the Malcolm X. We can go so on for days. Yeah, I mean, but Hosea yeah. Williams, that was in the Martin Luther King clan, he used to be sent first because he was the Hellraiser. People don't talk about so that. It's, it's, it, so, yes, I'm all for the peace that he pushed for, but I think we need to understand that there were a collective of movements that happened yeah. during that time. And all of those things together made the difference. Yes. Um, you know, I, 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 and so I just need us to understand that there are so many different ways that change happens and, mm-hmm. you know, and some of the ways we're going to like, right. and some of the ways we're not going to like, but the, but the point is that change needs to happen. So that's one thing. And the other thing that you said earlier, that the answer is love. And I agree wholeheartedly. I want to also remind people that anger exists in love. Mm-hmm. So we, when somebody that we love is harmed, we can experience that emotion of anger Absolutely. and, and we can't be afraid of that emotion. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we'll use that emotion to mobilize us forward. Hopefully yeah. the Bible but the Bible says, be angry, but sin not. Right. God says it's okay to be angry, mm-hmm. but it's what you do with that anger. Exactly. And that's what I was getting at was it, yeah. is use that anger to create positive, productive change. And so, so I don't want us to be afraid of people's high emotions and people's mm-hmm. anger, but I, it, because it is possible for them to still be operating in love. But what I Absolutely. also want us to understand is that the majority of the people out there wreaking havoc, tearing things up, are not the people Absolutely. that you think you're talking to. Right. These are you're people. Not- <laughs> They're not the ones who are out there for this purpose. The majority of them, anyway. There might be some, 
Yeah. Uh, and I saw something, a uh, post that was, I thought was funny, but it was real. Um, this was a bona fide street guy in Atlanta. Um, and he got on Facebook and um, he had his blend in his hand and he was smoking, sitting in his house. And he said this, um, we're not out there. The real, he said, they calling them kids thugs. Those are kids. The real, the real ones, we at home, we ain't got out there. <laughs> they was like, watch out <laughs> yeah he was saying we ain't out there the the real street dudes aren't out there these are the kids you don't want the street dudes out there they're trying mm. to tell the kids cool out don't do this the street yeah. guys are telling folk hey don't do this this ain't the way if right. the street guys go out there it's different because they're not running yeah that's different well okay on that note Take a breath, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to go to break. We're going to come back. We're going to wrap this up. This went way too fast. Yes. Stay with us. We'll be right we'll back. We'll be back. Today we are talking about we're sick of this, you know. We're talking yeah. about the violence that's happening. We're talking about all those things collectively that are really killing the black community between mm-hmm. COVID, between police brutality, between citizens who think that they can just kill us or, or yeah. use their uh, privilege as a weapon against us, uh, mm-hmm. making a phone call in the park, you know, I'm whatever. Telling it is. I'm telling you, black guy, you're mad. You're threatening me. Yeah. You know what's interesting is um, the uh, one of the posts that I, I posted today was the Amish community. Yes, in I love that Minnesota, who's out there with signs. Yes, that, and one of which is Black Lives Matter, and you just mentioned. Yeah, I talked about um, this. Black this, Lives Matter. Black, you know, we hear Black Lives Matter, and then you hear this this counter that people like to throw. Well, all lives matter. And I just want to say this. Yes, all lives matter. But let me give you this analogy. Um, If we um, if you and I, Dr. Pam, had a home on a block on a street, we had had a home on the street. Um, Our home was on fire. No one else's home is on fire. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes, all those homes matter. But right now, my home matters for the fire department to get here to put the fire out. In the black community, we are on fire. Right. Our lives need to matter right now. Yeah. Yes, all lives matter, but we are in a fire. We need a fire. this fire to be distinguished. Distingu- um, what's the word? Put out. Distinguished. Yeah, put out. Yeah. 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 If, you were, so, if they went to the house next door and started putting that fire out and right. said, well, all houses matter, that would be insane. That would, that be, would be insane. Be- and that's what's happening. Yeah. So that yeah. argument is, is corny to me. Don't say that yeah. to me. <laughs> right, right. So I appre- I appreciated uh, the Amish community coming out with the yeah, Black Lives Matter, and, and that. but no, I think that's a great analogy. I mean, you, you're not going to go spray all the houses in the neighborhood right. when one is on fire because the one that's on fire is the one that matters right now. Right now, exactly. And, and, and not that the others don't, but if they get yeah. on fire, we're going to rally for them too. For them too, exactly. But, Right now, we need y'all to come rally and help put this fire out. We Absolutely. need y'all right now. We need everyone right now. It's going to take yeah. a collective unit. We, we as um, African Americans, can't do it alone. It takes um, everyone to um, put aside all this hatred 
and let's figure out a way that we can coexist. Yeah. Um, we, we're on this earth together. No one can go anywhere. No one is going anywhere. And so we have to coexist. And um, some people went to the moon yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That, I see. Yeah, that's uh, a whole nother show. That's a whole other show. Yeah, I didn't even go to the moon. I, for those of you who are like, no, and so before before we go, I I, I just want to say to everyone, I know this was a tough week. Yeah. Um, but we get to start a new week, and let's let's go into this new week a little differently. We learned some lessons this past week. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we, we've seen some good, some bad, some ugly. Let's learn the lessons and take this next week and start working to move forward for change. Yeah. There's been a lot of people who have put out some proposals for change. You know, Killer Mike did a phenomenal job. Yeah. Um, I've seen some people really eloquently lay out some ideas that I really think we need to start paying attention to those, grab those and run with them. Um, right. There was a post by uh, Brandon D. Anderson, and he laid out a nine point plan, which, of course, I'm not going to go through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But just from firing the police officers um, to not rehiring them to tracking, which I thought was brilliant, tra- a public tracking of police officer behavior because you know the police officers who who did this um had a track record yeah 18 different cases against them right 18 make this stuff public i mean his his nine point plan was phenomenal check him out Mm -hmm. it's brandon anderson on on twitter brandon d anderson but people are coming up with solid plans for how to address this and, and and let's get involved in these police community review boards. Let's let's yeah. demand those where there has to be transparency. No matter what's going on, they have to go before the review board yeah. Um, yeah. of a community. You know, yeah. let's let's get involved. Politicians, we need you. Come yeah. on, stop playing with us. Right, right. This is not a game. Right, right. Congress. You 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 have these these emergency sessions for everything else. Let's go. You see what's going on. Yep. Let's legislate something. Yep. And and look, like the question that um, Jared asked, or that you asked Jared, is it insane for us to be asking them to do it? Maybe so. Maybe we need to do it. So, with that said, (laughs) um, thank you so much for joining us all today on the live exchange. Remember that even after we are done and we're off the air, you can go to our Facebook page on Sensation Station Network. Comment, leave your thoughts. We will respond to it. We want to hear from you. We want to hear your ideas. Um, So stay in this conversation. Yes. Next week, we'll be back just like every Sunday from 6 to 8. We have got to keep this dialogue going because you know when we dialogue better. We do better. We do better. Have a blessed week. We love you.